You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad and we've been chatting about the event Ireland's Future that's coming up 1st of October in Dublin. And um, Canadian Member of Parliament James Maloney is going to be sending greetings and sending a message. And I have uh, James with me here. James, thanks a million for coming along. Uh, a big event in Dublin coming up and a big event that has been um, it does, the clock is moving fairly quickly and with uh, the passing of Queen Elizabeth it's also having a momentum with now King Charles being on the throne Yeah, well, first Austin, thanks uh, for having me on, it's always a pleasure to join you on your show um, and chat about a variety of things but you're right, there's a lot, uh, a lot happening very quickly with uh, Her Majesty's passing and it gives rise to uh, a whole lot of discussions, uh, which I guess are going to be uh, form the basis of this event that's coming up on the first in Dublin. Yeah. So, um, what are you hoping to impart, or what are you willing going to share with the participants? Well, first of all, I was, I was, uh, I would have liked to have been there in person if I could have, um, but Parliament's in session right now, so it. It would have involved me literally flying to Dublin for a day and a half, which uh, posed uh, challenges for a number of reasons. But so I'm sending a, a, a video recording, and I've been in touch with uh, the organizers. Look, my my message is, um, as always, that uh, Canada stands with Ireland. Uh, you know, our friendship is long; our roots are deep. Uh, I'm glad to see they're having this discussion. And uh, whatever direction Ireland's future takes, you know, Canada will be there with them. I mean, our ties, as you've heard me say before, are, they're not just emotional, they're economic and they're uh, cultural. Um, and uh, they're getting stronger all the time. And this discussion is going to uh, continue that. So I'm going to pass that message along and say looking forward to hearing, uh, you know, the discussion that takes place on Saturday and looking forward to being part of, along with everybody else in Canada, the not just the parliamentary friendship group, but business organizations and others here in Canada being part of uh, the discussion going forward. Uh, a few things have happened also recently, and that has been there's been a change in the Prime Minister's office in the UK, and I know President Biden met with uh, the now Prime Minister Liz Truss and very strongly reiterated the importance of the Good Friday Agreement and the, and the um, maintenance of it. And in addition to that, there has just been the release of the census data, which has shown that for the first time since the formation of Northern Ireland, that Catholics now outnumber Protestants. And uh, that is perceived also to be a tipping point. Yeah, I saw the, I saw the census results, and I, I, think, I don't think that came as a surprise to to many, um, and I'm I've been following uh, President Biden's discussions. Look, I I talk to our, uh, our our trade minister regularly because, as you're aware, Canada is in the midst of uh, there's ongoing discussions with the UK about the uh, about a uh, new trade agreement or a new trade framework in light of Brexit. Uh, I have been. I was going to say I've been I've been you know pushing her, but I don't have to push at all because I remind her every time I speak with her about the the importance of preserving the integrity of the Good Friday Agreement and the agreement itself, and I, that's why I didn't say I'm pushing her because she understands that and she she agrees absolutely without hesitation, and I I speak to other members in the cabinet about that as well, and that's that's what the president is 
is advocating for, and I know that other um, other countries have been as well, like Australia and New Zealand. So uh, we need to make sure that that uh, that stays as uh, an item that is front and center in any discussions that are taking place. And James, in a system which we live under, where we have uh, a distinct society, um, there are linguistic differences, um, there are cultural differences, and uh, also we have a situation in Canada where the last remaining province joined as recently as 1949. Um, can you offer anything to a group that are asking the question of how do you move forward with with diversity? Well, I think the first message and the, the prevailing message actually is it can be done. I mean, Canada, you know, if you compare, like the comparisons between Ireland and Canada are uh, endless, but Canada is a country uh, built, uh, you know, by a number of different uh cultures, if you go back to the French and English, uh, we're now on a path to reconciliation with the, our indigenous people. Um, current day, well, as you say, I mean, Newfoundland became part of Canada in 1949, but Canada just by, by geography has uh, diverse interests. I mean, from British Columbia to Alberta to Saskatchewan are different than Ontario, Quebec, and Atlantic Canada. But uh, while it's a challenge, it's also what makes Canada great. Uh, and that's something that cannot be overlooked because uh, differences uh, make us stronger. I mean, you hear the prime minister. These, these, these things are not just cliches. They're actually true. I work with people from all of the different provinces. I work with people who speak different languages than me. And it, it's what makes our parliament work. And it's what makes our, our country work. So to the extent that uh, Ireland is anybody in Ireland is looking at these issues as obstacles, I would encourage them to take a look at Canada and you will see that they're not obstacles at all. They're, they're big opportunities. And would you say it's reasonable to be able to point to Canada as a model of how, again, a distinct society can survive and live strong under what would be a large framework? With, without hesitation, I would say that, Austin. I mean, uh, you know, the examples I just gave, I mean, you've, you've traveled across uh, Canada. I mean, when people talk about the distinct society in Canada, of course, they're talking about uh, the French language in Quebec. But uh, I would argue that we have a number of distinctive societies across the country and uh, it, it works. It really works. And it's a, it's a, if it's a role model for others, I would encourage other people to take a look at it. But yes, it, it, it's definitely uh, part of our fabric. And um, I know that in speaking with Francis Black, who is the chair of Ireland's Future, that they've done a lot of um, preparatory work in, and have a number of documents that they're hoping to have ready and publish next week. And I know we'll all be looking forward to getting our hands on those, uh, because I think what you and I are hearing is that uh, the winds of change are blowing and they're not ice-cold winds. Well, I think that's right. I look forward to seeing the outcome of this conference as well. And, and uh, look, there's, there's a, if you look at the people who are participating in the conference, it's, it's, a, it's a broad spectrum, right? So um, the winds of change are blowing. Um, but, 
you know, people are people they're embracing the discussion. That's the most important thing. Uh, and I think, you know, that's the first step. So, you know, Saturday is a, an important discussion to have. Uh, there'll be many, many more, not just in Dublin, but elsewhere. And, uh, as I said at the beginning, I look forward to as a Canadian, uh, being here to not just watch, but to offer help when we can and to, uh, continue to work with our, our friends back home, Austin, uh, in any way we can because uh, our relationship is so strong, uh, we have to maintain it. I think the other interesting thing at the moment is that there are a lot of established democracies that are coming under stress. And what we're seeing happening in Ireland, in a way, is the reverse, that a society that has been under stress in many ways is looking towards uh, a democracy in a different format. I think that's, that's fair. I mean, if you just you don't have to look very far to see democracies under stress without getting into specifics. But, uh, you know, Ireland, Ireland is uh, embracing change in a very positive way. And that's something that uh, everybody there and everybody here and everybody who's watching should be very proud of. And uh, Saturday is an example of that. You know, um, a discussion, an event like Saturday uh, may not have taken place, uh, you know, wouldn't have taken place many, many years ago, and uh, the fact that it is, is is quite positive. And people will look at Ireland now as a as a model of what can be done and discussions that can take place. And I think to, to wrap up, James, because I have to keep an eye on time here. I think it's an indication that oftentimes um, political action and um, other decisions, the ramifications of them oftentimes um, are, go way beyond what was ever anticipated, and that can be both good and bad. Oh, I think it can, but, uh, you know, uh, calm discussion is part of that political action. There has to be part of that political action, Austin, because, um, you know, cooler heads must prevail, and thoughtful um, um you know, thought-out, reasoned discussion can uh, result in some pretty positive changes, and I think that's what's happening. Well, I think I know that's what's happening right now. So, as I said, I'm lo I'm looking forward to seeing what happens on Saturday and and beyond that, and uh, whatever the outcome or whenever the outcome, uh, we will be there. Indeed. Well, James, it's been a real pleasure catching up with you, and thanks a million for taking the time. And um, I know you're going to bring value to the table with your contribution to Ireland's future. Well, thank you. It's uh, And it's always a pleasure, and I really appreciate uh, you having me on, and uh, especially for a discussion that's important as, as this. And thank you for doing what you always do as well, because without you out there uh, helping bring all this together, it, uh, it would be more challenging. Thank you, James.